Hello everybody, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Darren James. Today's episode is recorded on the 22nd of July. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope you're having a good day so far. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Today's episode, I've recorded now over like 200 something episodes. And there are times where I record an episode and I find a story that I find is actually funny, surprising, interesting, and kind of weird. Um, today's episode is probably going to be the weirdest episode I've probably ever recorded. I'm not trying to, click, you know, sound clickbaity or whatever, but like, this is something I would never thought to think about. Like, it does happen, apparently, but I would never thought I would actually be talking about something like this in an episode, or in general, for that matter. Thankfully, this isn't something that I've had to go through, but it's, you know... Relatable in a sense where, like, if you've lost someone in your life, no matter who it is, and you were expecting, like, when you go to visit that person's grave, you would be expecting to understand that that person down there, you know, in all due respect, is a person that you've lost. Now, you might be thinking, what the hell am I talking about? Well, I came across a story where a family spent 17 years gathering, uh, grave, sorry, give, give myself, gathering at a grave site they believe to be the father's final resting place. However, recently, they discovered that someone else was entirely buried down there instead of their father. Now, you can just imagine, like, what the hell is going on right there? So this story, it follows Tom Bell and his sisters who believed that their father, Thomas Bell, was under the soil at the Holy Trinity Church in Wingate, country Durham. But then recently, um, they were making arrangements to have their recently deceased mother buried next to him, which is very common. Um, However, then they were informed by the undertaker who works at the um, grave site that someone else was down there instead of their father. So, I have a question right now, but I'll get to that at the end. So, the grave diggers found the coffin of a woman in the plot where they believed the father um, the, the father was buried. This means that their mother, um, Hyder, has been found, sorry, who has been in a funeral home for five weeks because they still aren't actually sure where the father is buried. Um... Continue on. For Tom, who's 58 years old, sorry, for Tom, who's 58 years old, losing our mom was devastating, he says. And then to be told that our dad, who we have spent the last 17 years visiting, is not his grave, it's just unbearable. How could this happen? Our mom is laying in a funeral home waiting to be buried, and our dad is somewhere in a cemetery in an unmarked grave. So far, grave diggers for the Durham gravesite have unearthed six graves but still haven't found where Thomas is buried. Jesus Christ. There's other elements to this as well because the woman who actually was in the grave has also been buried in the wrong spot with her grave marked by the wrong headstone for 17 years as well. Tom and his two sisters, Denise and Deborah, lost their beloved mother to... COPD 
I'm not sure what that is, in June, and they had planned to bury her as her parishioners in the plot where they began, sorry, where they bought, when the father, uh, in the plot where they bought the, when the father had uh, passed. <clears throat> Tom also explained that seven years ago, 17 years ago, sorry, when their dad died, uh, the mum bought the plot so she could be buried when, she could be buried with him when they pass. Well, when them pass, you know what I mean. It's not uncommon, obviously. Um, I think that's really nice as well, in a sense, where, like, you will be buried with the person you love for the entire life, for the rest of your life, because that way then, you know, um, you're with them. Even when you're no longer around as such, you're still together. And that's the important thing. Uh, I like that sort of message, because, like, that's, like, you know, I love this person so much. I want to be with him for the rest of my life. Regardless of ifs or buts, I want to be with this person for my entire life. Even after we're gone, I still want to be with him. And personally, to me, I find that kind of sweet. Um, The mum used to go every Friday on the way to the hairdressers to take flowers and clean up the gravestone. When they went to dig the two, yeah, when they went to dig the gravestone two days before the funeral, the grave digger could only give get five feet, five feet down, when they should apparently be able to go eight feet down for a double plot, and they found someone else's coffin in the dad's grave. The funeral director, Andrew, who has been really helpful, had ran um, the, the siblings and said about the daughter and son of the. Um, Parents who unfortunately passed, I said he needed to come and speak to us face to face. We have had a funeral service, but our mum is still in a funeral home waiting to be buried. And they dug up six graves so far trying to find our dad, but we don't know where he is. It could be that there was a mix up with the headstones in 2005 when Thomas was buried, but in a fire in 1980 that destroyed an original grave map that could also be uh, to blame. The family identified an unmarked plot a few metres away that could contain their father's coffin and also they have asked for legal permission from the Chancellor of the Deceased of Durham to have, to have this digged up. Tom added in 2005 on the day that the, uh, the dad had passed, that, well, sorry, when the dad was buried, there were a few burials and we were grieving, so we couldn't remember exactly which plot was his and relied on the gravestone uh, being right when we went back. We're now hoping he may be buried just a couple of metres away, but we're still not sure. So a statement from the directors, a few more directors that is, they have said that, uh, well, they have confirmed that they have never seen anything like this, like this, and Reverend Jane, uh, Grieve, I don't know how you pronounce that last name, who performed Hyder's funeral service on July 1st, but wasn't at the church in 2005, said we are all actually aware of the increasing distress for, or utterly aware of the increasing distress for everyone with every passing day. It was a difficult and emotional funeral to be a part of. No, we, no, we could not go out into the churchyard straight away afterwards, but to lay Hyder to rest. I said both increasing shock and grief as the service went on. The distressing situation we face today goes back to the 1990s and early 2000s when 
Wingate Churchyard was still open and receiving regular burials. It's been very difficult or made more difficult to resolve by certain by several key members from those being no longer with us and a break-in and burning on the altar years ago of the historic church, papers including the original graveyard plan. Since then, funeral directors of Grave Diggers, Grave Diggers sorry, have used Grave Diggers plan when engaged by families to prepare plots for burials here. This part of the process does not need is not directly involved with the vicar or the church, although we are able to consult if needed. Wow, so that's quite shocking stuff right there. Um, like originally I saw this, I, I immediately thought of, I'm not sure I sound like egomaniac or whatever, but like, I have family members who have passed, uh, my nan and grand passed away a long time ago. And me and my family, or a few of my family members, I guess, we go up there regularly, like every once in a couple of months, you know, where we can, to go up there, put flowers down, clean a, clean a grave, and do what we need to do, sort of pay our respects, etc. And the one thing I never really thought about it, how do I know this is the right grave? Like, we got the headstone that says both the names on, and the date of births, and the day they passed, and whatnot. But do we actually know that this is the right sort of, this is the actual right grave? I never had to thought about that before in my life. Now, I would imagine everything is fine. I don't have to worry about that. But it is a shocking thing to think about. Like, you never would think about something like that happening. Like, mistakes happen all the time. Absolutely. No question about it. But to go to a grave where you think your father is laying, or is buried rather, and pay your respects for about 17 years. And then you find out the grave that you've been going to for all these years is not the actual right grave. Like, I can't even imagine how distressing, how painful, how emotionally traumatizing that is to really think about. I couldn't wish that upon anyone. Not, well, not even my worst enemy. Hopefully things can be resolved as quick as possible. I'm sure everyone's working hard to really get this thing under trying to sort the spin out. Um, hopefully they can recover the dad's body soon. I, I'm actually speechless. I had I literally I don't know what to say because I never had to see or talk about something like that before in my life. Going up to a gravesite in general is hard work emotionally because Part of you wants to do it, obviously, absolutely. So you want to pay your respects and let them know the person or people you are talking to that you are doing well and that you miss them and you know you they wish you you wish they were still here, etc. It's hard work going up there emotionally, but to find out something like this that takes it to a whole new level. Um, my heart goes out to them, you know. I wish this wouldn't have happened to anybody for that matter. I wouldn't want this to happen to anybody, regardless of who you are. Like I said, hopefully things happen, uh, things happen. Hopefully they're able to find out where the body is laid soon and that they can actually move on properly this time without having to deal with this distressing situation and their father could be in the right place and now everything could be not perfect, but 
things can be better for them, in a sense. They can start going to the grave and paying their respect without having to worry now about business in the wrong grave. Like, how are they even going to cope with this going forward? Like, how can you go to the right, like, not the right grave, sorry, you're going to yourself. How can you go to a grave now without that thought in your head? Like, I'm sure things would be different now, maybe. But how would you, you know, how would you know now? Hopefully things are clear next time and this mistake never happens again. But yeah, I couldn't imagine this, especially for someone who goes to a gravesite, you know, quite regularly in a sense, to pay respects to his nan and grab. Um, and to, you know, just be there sort of thing and just think about how things would have been different if they were still here. Think about how they never got to meet the great-great-grandkids. They never got to, you know, experience certain things in life before the passing, you know, like meeting the great-great-grandkids. Um, seeing people fall in love. See people at the best, at their worst. Give them the right sort of advice. Give them the right sort of comfort. Giving them the sort of love and... Um, what's the one I'm looking for? Oh, like treatment, like as in like everything will be okay. The sort of comfort they need to let them know that everything will be okay. Yeah, like I said, I hope things work out. I have nothing more to say about this. Um, oh, I couldn't imagine this happening to anybody, never mind someone like this. So with that being said, thank you all for listening to this episode. Until next time, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.